Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. I'm Dr. Leviathan. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have new roommate. So we got a new roommate. I thought we were short a man. We are short a man. Gamer in Yellow is no longer is or <laughs> wow. he's, he's no longer with us. I had some experiments to run, and um, there were no survivors. No, no. Uh, but he'll be back next week. It was a time uh, travel experiment. Yeah, he's my Einstein. He sped run tonight, eighty-eight miles per hour. Um, but yeah, so. Um, a little back when, back in the summer, we, uh, I had, or I had the, uh, the the fine folks at the uh, Maple Syrup Blood Money podcast come on um, to talk about Raven Mockers, and as part of that, I tried to find a creep pasta that was based off Raven Mockers, and the only one I could find, or the only one that Google could find me, was New Roommate, and it turned out that New Roommate really wasn't a Raven Mocker story at all, um, as we discussed in that episode. Go check that one out. However, I decided that without even without the Ravenmocker like knowledge, we should still review this story because we only did, really did it in passing on that episode. So, we're now going to review New Roommate or discuss New Roommate, um, basically as its own story, like like let it uh, stand on its own two feet, and see how it holds up. <laughs> um, so, New Roommate is by Space Bubble Popper on Reddit No Sleep. Uh, it has been about two years since the last update, and unfortunately, it's a two-parter that might have, that should have had a, maybe a third one. To, but I don't know. We'll leave it up in the air. Um, basically, the premise is the first in the first part, the person's writing down this uh, this 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 woman who's part of a hippie commune in Oregon. Like I just can't write it and say it. <laughs> it is. I'm not arguing. Um, I just figured like, you'd try and beat around the bush. No. Um, <laughs> She, she's, uh, they, they got a new roommate, um, and he's kind of irresistible to her, and also in, like, a really odd way, and he has some, some weird habits, um, but, yeah, ultimately, uh, the, 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 the commune gets a new roommate, um, he's handsome, he's charming, he's everything they'd ever want. The one problem is that, she, and the the one girl in the commune doesn't really want to, or like, or really wants to bone this kid, this this dude, and uh, even though he has, she has her own boyfriend, and she has some inner turmoil about that, and then at the end of part one, she discovers uh, what's so bizarre about it about him is that he apparently likes to eat uh, or like drain the blood of lizards. Um, well, he he drinks it. He doesn't just drain it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he just he slits it from he slits it down and just drinks the blood and then wraps his long tongue around it, <laughs> uh, and then also apparently gives her gives her like weird electrical pulses or something that go through her body or is that just something that she has? It's just yeah. something that happened. Yeah, well, that was, was before. Uh, what I liked about it was it happens at the beginning and you're like, okay, so is she just having a stroke? 
Um, right? Or but then but then like later on, like as soon as Hippies she should see the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, but then uh, at the very uh, end of the episode, it kind of or the episode uh, the the part, it has this like she discovers his secret and then she has it again. So it kind of hints that um, he's the one that's doing it to her, or it's something like related to him. Anyway. She kind of goes uh, goes to bed that night uh, after writing the story, writing down this account, and see, and she'll see what the week holds um, with this new roommate. And then we get part two, which is um, starts off with a really fucked up dream, um, revolve, involving her getting her blood sucked by uh, this character, uh, whose name is Arthur. Uh, after he turns into a horrible bird monster, um, and then. But then she wakes up, everything's fine, she's feeling a little ill, but everything's fine. Um, they decide they're going to go for a hike uh, out to the sp- hot springs, uh, like the whole commune. So they show up over there. Um, what it is. It's a club. Well, they drive yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah they drive, they and drive out it's there. still a four-mile it, hike. It's a four-mile, yeah. oh, it's a short hike. It's only four miles. Um, what? It's like an hour. Yeah. yeah. I guess that is pretty short for... A lot for, for for a hike out into the woods, mm-hmm. um, and they get across this this bridge or this like log, <laughs> uh, and get finally get to the hot springs, and then a couple of them after a while decide to leave the hot springs and most go home. Of them. Yeah, most of them except for the four of them: Arthur, Andrea, which is her name, uh, her boyfriend Matt, and their friend Derek. I think. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, when Matt and Derek get, uh, start to hanging out and start smoking joints, they start uh, just going into an endless energy bubble of, of talk and conversation. And basically just kind of nobody else exists. And so it's just really Andrea and Arthur uh, left alone. Um, so they start to talking and then she kind of passes out and then wakes up in, his ar- in, in Arthur's arms as he's sprinting through the woods um, and then she wakes up again and she's in the car and she's hearing the radio with some weird, like babbling and chatter. Um, and he, the Arthur's driving and he seems to be talking to it within like in tongues. And then when she realize when he realizes she's awake, the radio stops and he starts speaking English and saying like, everything's going to be fine. You, either you had like some kind of weird episode where uh, everything's going to be fine. And then she wakes up again, um, uh, back at, at the commune. Or back at the farm, um, mm-hmm. which they call it because it's ironic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, and uh, then nobody else is there. Like Arthur's not there, Matt's not there. No, none of the the other hippies are there. It's just like she's all alone. So she writes up this thing, and she's kind of she's just feeling really woozy and tired. She's got like uh, bandages on her wrists. And she she's just going to take a sleep and like signs off basically, and that's where we le- we're left off for two plus years. So we don't know what's going on or what's happened to her. She's probably dead. Maybe that's why she hasn't replied. But yeah, basically it's just left left up in the air. Uh, we're left with a cliffhanger. So yeah, that's that's basically the plot points for the story. I'm gonna get my grammar Nazism out of the way first. So, I had come, just come back from using the little girl's bush. So, remove that first come. <laughs> There's too much come in that sentence. I, I knew that was going to happen. As soon as I, as soon as I wrote that down, I was like, somebody's going to make that joke. 
Buddha. Thought it was going to be me. Yeah. Actually, I honestly thought it would too. Yeah. Um, no, I'm classy. Yeah. Up in this. You bitch. changed Hollywood. <laughs> I did change Hollywood. Now they make nothing but shit. Yeah. Um, and then this is the other one I have found. Um, he gave me that smile that makes me feel all warm inside. I think that should be made me feel all warm inside, not makes. Is that... Grammatically, they both work. I'm pretty sure in the context of the sentence, yes, you're right. Okay. I just want to make sure, because like, like, when I first read it, I was like... And it should be Whoa. A gave me a look that made me all warm inside. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's actually all the my grammar Nazism is those that I could find. Um, now, now we'll go into my after my after my actual thoughts. So, so the beginning of the story gives a good reason for why the character is writing this down. Um, for me, this plot actually starts quite strong, and honestly, um, better presented than some stories do try with the first person perspective. Uh, like, I'm writing this, you guys have to know sort of narrative. Like, it actually kind of works for me in this. Because she's just writing this down because something's weird and she's got Reddit. And that apparently is something you do on Reddit. It's just you ask because you have a problem to see from answers. So it made sense for the narrative of the story. Um, however, while the background for their setup is interesting and relatively brief, like two or three paragraphs, and we do get kind of a taste of what their what their situation is. Um, like and it, But it isn't like two or three pages. It's just, a, like, two or three paragraphs. Um, and it's kind of believable. Like, I mean, I know there are communes like that out there. So, like, and not just, like, straight-up culties. Like, I know there are, like, like modern-day hippies that, like, kind of do that kind of stuff. Um, but they made their work. <laughs> I, I do <laughs> find it a bit odd and humorous that the hippies slash off-the-grid folk um, hate money and brainwashing social things and then have Reddit access and uh, let alone internet. <laughs> internet um, also, electricity. Uh, yeah, electricity for the which, coffee maker. Which I mean, electricity like you could get from solar panels yeah. and stuff like that. That's that's totally doable. But it's just. It, but those weren't mentioned. Yeah, no, no, yeah. they are. Also, th- I'm going to bring this part up. This is a, a quote. We thought about space for a new person to come live here, and someone brought up the old RV that sits in the covered parking area just outside my, our bed uh, our bedroom window. It has access to electricity and its own kitchen and flushable toilet. It really is a nice RV if you can get past all the 70s shag. We figured we could clean it up and rent it out for someone or to someone who didn't uh, have a whole lot of personal items. Okay, so hold on. This is this is in Oregon. Yeah. We, this is established. And I'm not like you have two at least two members of your commune living in tents or similar like yeah. shelters. I'm pretty sure that if it, if you guys even if you guys don't get a lot of snow, which I'm not I'm not entirely sure, it still gets cold in the that far Dude, north. There's someone who lives in a yurt. Yeah, in a yurt and in a tent, like yeah. So even on the west coast, like that far north, like you still get cold winters. Yeah. Why isn't one of them living in the RV already? <laughs> well, and I mean, just as wow. a general thing. Why would you? Why would someone sleep in a tent when you do have an RV available? I, I yeah. mean, like, well, because it smells like sex in there. It, so, it is a tippy commune. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. yeah, which means it smells like sex and weed everywhere. 
yeah, but you got to get away from it and have some fresh air, which is why they're intense. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, oh, and the, yeah, so <clears throat> if it wasn't, it wasn't made clear on our rundown, which it was pretty sparse. Um, it's pretty obvious that Arthur is something else. He's not really human, um, and like I have this quote, but like I'll go into like my actual notes after the, the quote here. So I was at the sink, my head reeling from uh, with this unwanted attraction, and trying to figure out why I was having these electrical spasms when I felt a cool hand on my shoulder. And who might you be? A voice trickled in my into my ear. Okay, so this Arthur guy. And that's just that's just one like thing that he has, but there's like a bunch of different like clues and hints, and I'll get into those later. Um, this Arthur guy for me is so very much a vampire, and like the way this is written in this part of the story anyway is it just feels like a really cheesy vampire novel. Oh, he's not just a vampire; he's a Twilight vampire. I was gonna, yeah, I, like, I have not read Twilight. I've seen the, I think I've seen movie one, and that was all enough. And I assume that it reads similar to this. Um, or I assume that, like, that kind Because of, I, I know enough about, like, cheesy vampire novels. Like, just from, like, Osmosis with Having Sisters. That I assume that the writing is very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't get into that book. What are you talking about? Uh-huh. So... Uh, yeah, it, it just might be my perspective on the matter. But this part, and several paragraphs before it... Um, does give us uh, okay so it does give us some things amiss uh, first encounter kind of part of a horror story but it also just seems really sappy but so there's that um, on the other hand the initial uh, after the initial encounter the next few scenes kind of delve into an interesting side of the vampire supernatural entity narrative um, that of an affected uh, individual coping with the effects it's short, but we do see Andrea dealing with the effects internally and wondering if it's just in her, her thoughts betraying her and dreading the future as the entity is invited into their lives. It, it, it kind of has like a, a psychological turmoil, like internal like monologue or internal like turmoil um, aspect of it. Because um, we're not really, like, at this point, we haven't seen him do anything aside from just be super like enthrallingly charming. And um, she's just super into him. So if we don't. you like this. Um, there, there, there's a really, a book with that has this, like, really in-depth. It's called Dracula. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, it's called Dracula. (laughs) It is part of, like, that is part of the vampire, like, thing, too. Like, it just, like, that that first part, like, that first encounter, really, like, the way that it was written, it was just, like, as a guy, it just felt really sappy to me. And then... Um, sappy's not the word you're looking for. Is it not? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then the reveal in the kitchen was fun for me. Um, it, it was very thematic to a horror film or a story in general. Straight um, out of, like, goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I kind of liked it for that, though. I don't know if that makes me a bad person, but I just really enjoyed that, uh, like, that reveal of, like, oh, yeah, there's totally something. Here's here's the revelation that there is something fucked up with this guy. He's slitting a lizard and eating, drinking its blood. And um, she's all like, oh, you do that, too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, like, the electrical pulse kind of has, like, a, a, it kind of hints, at least for me, it clearly hinted that the electrical spasms were being caused by uh, by his 
proximity to her, not just like something like she's just having a stroke and she she really needs help. Um, although I can see that going either way. Yeah, but the first one happens before he's even on the property. Oh, no, like yeah. she? Oh, no, no, oh, he's true, not yeah. on the property. <clears throat> and then shortly after that, he is up right behind her with his hand on physical contact, hand yeah. on her shoulder. Good. Yeah. So, I mean... Okay, I can give it... Yeah. Blam! <laughs> holes all in it. I mean, no, hang on. Like, okay, so, like, I remember at the, like, the beginning, like, she has the spasm, cuts her her thumb, there's a couple of minutes of them, like, scratching around for band-aids, and then some, yeah. there's a knock on the door. So he's still... He's on the property around the time that the spas, the first spasm happens. Oh, he... So he's, he's within proximity. It's just... It seemed like, like a good warning signal that there's something he coming. He drove up. there, though. Yeah. And, I mean, like, two minutes in a car, or even, you know... One minute in a car. That, that's well, enough distance where, okay, if his proximity affects it and that's, you know, he can be that far away and still have that effect, it just opens the hole of hand on shoulder yeah, a couple yeah. minutes I, later I, 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 and yeah, okay. nothing. Yeah, it should have maybe had like an electrical spasm happen when he... Put her hand, his hand on her shoulder. Basically, there's no rhyme think, or reason um, to no, no. They're, they're, okay. they're, I'll, let you, I'll let you finish. Sorry. The way the story goes, there doesn't there isn't really a rhyme or reason to the spasms, mm-hmm. which is what leads me to believe that maybe she has a fucking tumor or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you know tumors don't care what what's going on outside; they're just gonna mess you up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, like, I mean. Yeah, it, it, like I, it, it's. I think the person wrote this like tried to connect that to the story, or like tried to like give that connection, but like kind of maybe came short. Like should have put it in more coordinated areas to make it seem weirder. Like give it also a should have given more attention to it the first goddamn time it happened because she's just like, oh, spasm in my body. I cut my thumb. I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, my thumb's cut, but. I'm not worried but I like, about the I like, Gorin, I like Gorin stuff. I just don't like it on me. <laughs> I'm not worried about the fact that, you know, I lost momentary control over my arms. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, yeah, I understand. Like, it's like... It seems more like there's something realistically going wrong with this Once person. Once again, that's something that would, you know, most people wouldn't just ignore. They'd yeah. be like, huh, I need to go see a doctor, someone with a PhD. Oh, but they don't like that kind of people. So like, they got their yeah, own medicine. They get their medicine off the land. Yeah. I get you. <laughs> you can't grow an MRI machine. Yeah, I know. Or a CAT scan. And, and like, all of okay. these things. Okay, we're going to be making fun of, probably making fun of the commune stuff. And like, I've got no no disrespect for for that kind of like thing. If you want to live off the grid, that's fine. But, but live off the grid. <laughs> for the sake of the story, also, they're, they're living off the grid is kind of contradictory. Because like, yeah. yeah, they live off the grid. They, they have their own vegetables and stuff like that. They do, they do like... Uh, they're not jobs, a part of but they're not... the um, consumerist society. Yeah, they grow what they need, but they still go to the corner store to buy beer. Yeah, that actually doesn't make sense because yeah. they say earlier that they, they grow like, their own, that they make, make their, own. their own beer. Yeah, but they go to the corner. I I hear you. Yeah. Also, um, like they, they're like they're weird. They're, they're oh yeah, great. He's a mechanic too. That'll be great. Because like we've been having these really shitty problems with our cars. It's almost like we nothing don't... happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, or like again, like 
they they have they have internet, they have Reddit. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, like electricity, you can get away with. Wow. But like you're out in the middle of like. No, 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 no. The, the the internet I can also deal with. Uh, yeah, I guess it is. Because, I mean, like, age. you know what? I'm bored. Yeah. Especially also, like, with all the guys. People. Yeah, that's true. And only one female yeah. with a boyfriend. Yeah, the, and there is no, like, they never hint at, like, there is no weird, like, funky shit. Although, maybe there is, but who knows? Behind closed doors. Um, But, like, yeah, it is pretty much say that, like, she is... Matt's, not anybody else's. Yeah. Um, and that sounded really misogynistic. I'm sorry. It's, it's They oh, are a couple. She pretty much says that. Yeah. So, yeah. So. yeah. They, they are a couple. They are not a coupling. <laughs> or an orgy. <laughs> uh, so, like, yeah. like they've got, She's like, not the commune bicycle. Exactly, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I can see in this information age and stuff that, like, even hippies and stuff that would have that kind of thing. I think we have friends that want to do, like, that, a similar kind of thing, like, live out, like live off the land and stuff like that, off the grid. But they, we still all want, we're still planning on getting internet if that ever happens. So Well, and that's the thing. That, that's, ha- that's how you have a commune and not just, like, two people. Yeah, exactly. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, two people might be okay without internet. But <laughs> ten not, people not, not might the, be okay yeah. to do it with internet. Not the community. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like, yeah, the, the, I don't know, for me, like, initially the electrical spasm kind of seemed like a warning that this about this guy and stuff, but I could also see it now from your end, like, see, yeah, it's just, maybe she has a tumor and she knows she get that checked. <laughs> me, I just, nothing had happened in the story, we hadn't actually met Arthur, yeah, we, yeah. we basically read a freaking dating site profile, Yeah, and... <laughs> You know, then she has a spasm, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I highly doubt it was the burritos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, like, the children may just have, like, more of a pattern to it than, or, like, also been more, like, succinctly tied to, like, when he knocked on the door, and then suddenly, blah. Or, and then when he, like, t- uh, got her hand, or, like, uh, put well, a hand on her shoulder. Would have been, there. That yeah. would have been awesome if it had been when he knocked on the door, because she could have even just written it out of, like, oh, the door knocking surprised yeah. her. Allowing you to ignore, ignore the what fact happened. that you just got spasm, yeah. Or like at the at the very um, at the very end when it's revealed that like he was drinking the thing, and then he looks at her, and then she has the spasm again. To me, that's what, kind of what linked it was that it like it was brought on by him. But yeah, but it was there already was no, unlinked. For that's me. true. Yeah, for you yeah. it was. Yeah, <laughs> it hadn't been unlinked for me yet. Um, I mean, yeah. There's a lot. Of, there, like, there's some like weird spots in this in this part of the story, but like. For me, the encounter st- uh, of the story, like uh, the encounter of a new roommate that might be a monster kind of thing, kind of worked. Um, now, regarding, yeah, and then regarding the dream, and then we go on to uh, part two, um, and this is regarding that dream uh, at the beginning of part two. So part two starts off, like, they're having a picnic, her and Matt, and then uh, Matt gives her a present, and it's her thumb, like, rotting in the in a box, and she looks over, and her, her thumb has, like, been severed on just a stump, like a bloody stump on her hand. And then she looks over to Matt, and Matt's gone. And then there's Arthur, and the, uh, who suddenly becomes this hor- this bird creature, comes up to her and starts um, sucking on the stump on her hand, and she starts basically climaxing. Um, and then it starts draining her of her blood and stuff like that, and becomes this horrible monster. And then she wakes up in like sweat, and she was screaming it uh, in the uh, while she was sleeping. Um, that's kind of the dream. It starts off very Twilight. Again, but get even I think he even glows. 
Yeah. Or like, like shimmers. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna say sparkles. Yeah, sparkles. Uh, but gets very. But then gets very dark and like kind of like more horror story. And again, I kind of like that feeling. Oh, well, for this part of this thing where it starts off kind of sad, like it lulls you in with the whole sadness. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Twilight stuff, yes. And then it's like, and then it becomes this horrible monster. And actually, becomes a legitimately like a like a good moment in a horror story where the creature suddenly stops being charming. And actually, becomes this bestial demon thing. Um... It was. An, I liked how it like flipped it on its head, um, and then we have this part. Um, oh, I yeah, a nightmare. I trailed off. What was it about? It seemed like some. Uh, seemed like something was chasing you or something. Yeah, a monster had me. Scary stuff. Matt looked at, uh, out the window. Will you? Will you at least think about maybe not reading those Reddit no sleeping stories before bed? They're fucking with you. So I kind of like this part, and because it's a little meta, but it also kind of relates to the story and doesn't like isn't too obtrusive uh, or contrary or slash antagonistic to Reddit to Reddit in general. It's just kind of like, like yeah, don't read scary stories before bed. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit meta, but not like Scream was. Yeah, and I mean like yeah, like or like how we've had in other stories where like they've like. It's like, oh, I'm writing this down on creepos.wiki. You don't have, but you don't have to believe me. But this is entirely true, and I know that some of you, oh, you're, oh, this is just a scary story. But no, you're wrong. You're stupid. And you're wrong because this is a real story. This is really happening. And like that, I like we've had those happen on the show well, before. And what and he says to her actually sounds like actual conversation. Exactly. Yeah. And maybe not the exact wording, but but like it, it can, it, it's close to what would actually be like a legitimate like. Um, uh, conversation about something, um, and again without being like too like wink wink nudge nudge at the, at the reader. Say no uh, more. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, and then we get yeah. So this is basically going to go into my more like uh, nitpicky stuff about the story. Um, I like to connect with Mother Nature as much as possible, so I went barefoot like I always do. Okay, I get it. Hippies. But that can't be good for a hiking four four miles up steep and rough terrain. Wow, well, depends how calloused your feet are. <laughs> that, I was also thinking about that. I was like, no, 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 no. She she wears sandals at, at, at the farm, like she's, and then she goes on hiking in bare feet in like the in some trail woods in, in Oregon. Um. And then there's the uh, this other quote. Uh, I could hear Teddy and Arthur talking about mathy neurosciency stuff just ahead of me. Uh, okay, I mean it's a it's a random conversation. Uh, random conversations are fine. Like it kind of makes the hike a little, seem a little more realistic because you know we have bullshit random conversations all the time when we take walks and shit. I just find it odd. Is this a hint to something? I mean. Later on, there is the radio thing, like the weird, like radio no. chatter and stuff. Hang on, no. this is for me. This is this is my thought process on my opinion on this. It just it screams like. So wait, is he a space vampire? <laughs> like, is he an alien <laughs> or something? Like, or like, is it? No. I, I just wasn't sure. No. Um, no, they were having an intellectual conversation, and <laughs> she, she was, was just, too stupid yeah. to be able yeah. to understand any okay. of it. And they were talking about her behind her back because of clearly the brain tumor in her head. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't actually any math involved. They, okay, they so just said numbers a couple of times. 
Okay, so she just... All right. So you you're, you're guys are just like, oh, no, she's just ditzy. Yes. No, no. I mean, no. it's I believe, not really... I believe what I was hinting at was stupid. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I mean, I thought that was implied with the hippie, but okay. I mean, okay, like... That's right. I'm going after hippies. All right, well... Yeah. As we said before, the thoughts and opinions of Dr. Leviathan do not necessarily encompass the entire thoughts and opinions of the entire Delta crew. But this time they do. <laughs> <laughs> hippies suck. Everyone knows it. Or is it hippies. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we end off the story with with a lot of questions. Um, like, I, I did like what? I did what? Yeah, like I did. I kind of like the ending, like being like it, it could like honestly be left as a cliffhanger ending for me, um, and not just because you know finally it's done. <laughs> uh, because I actually did like the ending. Like I did like There's I, I did like wrong worse. with a, a good cliffhanger <clears throat> ending. Now. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of questions here to like let you kind of like figure out on your own, because it doesn't. It kind of ends basically with like the the way this kind of scenario should. Like she's a victim of this vampiric thing, um, as far as we can tell, and she's just like, I'm gonna write this down and post the next one. We'll see what happens next week, and then she just never does because she's already dead. Um, I mean, if you want, to, and that's it. Like I can do it. However, there are some questions that need to be answered. I would like answered um, that. I feel like that are like kind of not quite nitpicky, but like, so what happened to the where where are your where are the friends from earlier? Like they left earlier. Yeah. Arthur would stayed with them. Why aren't they at the commune? Unless the, they uh, Arthur killed them while they were or like made them disappear well, or whatever. They there? No, no, like, uh, like it says that Derek and uh, Matt weren't there along with the other guy. Along with Arthur, does, yeah. But does it mention? It gone. never does. It doesn't mention that the other guys aren't gone. And, okay, I, I can see that. Like it, it just like that nobody else is there. Also, um, where are the dogs? The dogs went with them on the hike, but they just disappear at the bridge. <laughs> like they don't. We don't get like a part where they go across the bridge either, and they just kind of vanish. Like we never see them again. <laughs> so I mean, well, it's like the what five people that don't get names. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, again, like they had dogs going up to the hike, and then. They kind of just like stayed behind on the other side of that log. Um, I, it, it's not super important, but it's just like, where'd your dogs go? Like you have a huge ass dog. I don't know. Uh, and then sadly, it seems like we probably won't get another uh, like part three uh, or any of these answers resolved um, because it's been two plus years since the posting and. Doesn't seem like they're interested in answering those questions, but again, it, it kind of works because the cliffhanger ending, the way it is now, like kind of makes sense for the scenario. Because, yeah, no, she's just she's a, she got eaten. She's food now. <laughs> like that commune has been destroyed by Arthur. Um, God bless Arthur. Eliminating <laughs> hippies one commune at a time. <laughs> yes, um, and that's my thoughts on it. So. Uh, I do have, like, some mo- some things about, like, hints that he is a monster or something like that, but that's really kind of... We'll get to that after the, our, everybody else's thoughts. So, uh, Mikey, he stands for you. Alright. So, it starts off with... Uh, let's see here, I got a quote here. Uh, it started when our newest roommate walked through the door. We met Arthur off Craig's... Dot, dot, dot. Wait, I need to give some background information, I think, before I talk about that asshole. 
And then yeah. it, it goes on bashing nine to fivers and saying how great it is to live yeah, in the community. Because well, yeah, they're a commie. They're yeah. Because well, yeah, we don't majority. just hate hippies. Hippies hate us, too. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I liked the. I, I kind of liked that background because, like, it was interesting. Like, it was, it's not my lifestyle, but I mean, like, it gave us it gave us uh, some inf- some context to their their living situation before it all comes falls apart because they've invited a, a creature into their midst. Yeah. Well, if I wasn't reading it for this show, yeah. I would have stopped at that paragraph. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because that's this kind of thing that if you were writing this. If you realize that you started where you shouldn't have started, you would have just erased what you had and started where you should have started. Eh, I don't know. It it worked for me, but I can understand why it wouldn't work for for me. It just it ruins the storytelling a little bit. Mm -hmm. I agree. Kind of pulls kind of pulls you out and like because he's trying to pull back and yeah, it's like you're trying to add this hint of realism or something, but it's not like you're talking to me. Yeah, and like, that that's it works you're, better in You're writing movie. it down. Like, that's the kind of thing that can happen in a conversation, not in a text format. Yeah. Yeah, I could see this like working as like a yeah, in an audio medium, um, or like, a, like if you had a conversation in a movie or something, telling that story, or like, as narration. Because I think I've seen that in movies where like, they're like, they start going somewhere and then they're like, like just like literally like vinyl record or record uh, record uh, halts and then it's like all right hang on we gotta switch it back to the uh, like earlier yeah it's yeah. usually not done in good things but yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I understand how you would have come across it a lot yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah and do, 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 we've already gone over the whole uh, off the grid and how they're growing medicine it's like oh. <laughs> Like pills, sweet. pills yeah. get grown and uh, yeah, no, 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 no. yeah, you know, it's just weed. They're just like that's the only medicine they need, apparently. Uh, and then uh, uh, this just struck struck me as I was uh, cutting up purple cabbage for a burrito, and hippie. Yeah, I, I I looked it up and was like, oh, it's for a vegan burrito type thing. Does that really surprise you? No, it doesn't. But I was just like, that purple cabbage in a burrito? That sounds nasty. I'm going to have to go to Fat Batch sure. Burrito now and order their purple cabbage in the burrito. No. <laughs> Alright. And, uh, do, do, do. Here's a, uh,. Wrong word. Uh, this is when uh, the vampire shows up, and then we get Teddy going to the door. So, uh, I got it, Teddy said, with a grossed-out look on his face <laughs> as he walked out of the kitchen into the foyer. <laughs> I mean, my mind, I, I, I automatically just like foyer, but... Yeah, no, that's not how you spell lawyer, is it? No, no, no it isn't. <laughs> no idea. It, it, okay, it just starts. I, with I, an F. I just want to make sure it's F O Y E R, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Not F O I I R E. Yeah. Which is the French word for fair. 
At least they still got a French word. Uh, um, Alright, and then uh, the next uh, is something that I found because I had to look up what a Ninkazi was. And it's, it's a type of beer. In I, I just assumed it was a beer because well, it's Oregon uh, and it's a craft beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I copied the sentence into my Google Doc, and then it made me realize that the last word of the sentence is wrong. Oh? Because it says, uh, Jay, another roommate of ours, offered him a Ninkazi, and Arthur gladly accepted. Not accepted, accepted. accepted. Fair enough. <laughs> so... Maybe he was like, I'd love one, except I don't drink that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That should have been made clearer. (laughs) Story over. (laughs) (laughs) I heard it's like, wait, oh, you don't don't accept uh, Ninkazi? All right, you're going to have to leave. (laughs) Roommate no longer a problem. Yeah. (laughs) You don't like Oregon beer? Straight from Oregon? <laughs> you don't like a, cra- a, a hipster craft beer? <laughs> I do, but only ironically. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. And then... Well, it says that they spent the money to get two greenhouses with super fertilizer. And they're getting a new roommate because they're struggling to pay rent. Yeah. So they're renting the land. And they've, like... But they're off the grid, man. No, no, no. <laughs> but they, they, they've, they're renting the land and they've modified the barn so that it sleeps people. Um, like... Yeah. Rent? <laughs> no, I know. I, I, I almost wonder because the way that ha- their their like house uh, like thing is is set up, I wonder if they just meant farmhouse. No, because no, well, there's a sliding sliding door, like glass sliding door, like to the out to a porch and some of that. Like that's not a barn. That's a that's a, that's just a farmhouse, <laughs> kind of like. And it has like a, a, a like a lean to or like has like a, a like a roofed uh, like parking area. Like that's just like a like a garage area for. House. That's not a barn. <laughs> Unless well, they converted. Yeah, them. you wouldn't have a covered parking space beside a barn because anything you would park near a barn, if you don't want it to get weathered on, you put it in the barn. Yeah. Um. It's almost like there are some inconsistencies in a creepypasta. I know. Weird. <laughs> um. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> and then another issue that I had is it. At the very beginning, she calls Arthur an asshole. Yeah. But he doesn't really do anything assholish. Like, he gets along well with people, drinks lizard yeah, blood. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's more or less she's. Pro- well, as I say, she's projecting her, like, like whole, like, turmoil, basically, back at him, you, and even though he's a monster. Clearly, because, you know, drinking lizard's blood. Hey, whatever. Yeah. It's Tuesdays. 
<laughs> Drinking lizard blood does not make you an asshole. <laughs> Unless you're a lizard. <laughs> Which is your cannibal, but no, no, because no. if I'm a, like if I was a lizard and you drank lizard blood, I would think you're an asshole. Oh, okay, yeah, I get you. <laughs> oh my god, that's the twist the entire time. She's a lizard. She's a reptile person. <laughs> she's a reptoid and a hippie. That's why she's a hippie. It's actually the land before time. <laughs> Alright, to do, do, do more stuff about being off the grid that we don't need to talk about. <laughs> okay, like. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you have to say more about well, that? Well, it was just like the whole. You're a hypocrite. Water situation. Like, <laughs> they have running water. Yeah. So they have electricity. They have electricity, they have plumbing, they have... Yeah. It's, it's really not so much living off the grid as so much as just renting out in a rural area. Yeah. They're... They're, they're pseudo... They're, they're, pre- they're getting ready. They also don't hold down jobs. They're off the... They're off parts of the grid. Yeah. Serious parts of the grid. And, I mean, we don't know how they get their electricity, and, yes, I just assume that they have power lines because that's what you assume Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not stated otherwise but it's it's the idea of being off the grid not so much the actual like bam we're fucking you know eschewing technology because we're hippies it's part of a lifestyle choice, not part of a, like, oh, we're just gonna... Live off the land and have no... Uh, be completely yeah, independent. Yeah, we're gonna ignore all of the technological progress that mankind has made. They don't like the societal progress They're, they're neo-hippies, not Luddites. Well, yeah, it's... Like, I can understand that point of view. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know what? I like TV, but I fucking hate society. <laughs> And if I didn't have to see it, I'd be happier. Alright, so this sentence here took a moment for me to realize what was going on. But once I realized, I was like, oh, yeah, makes sense. Anyway, so Snarfles and Dingo. Dogs, if you couldn't tell by their names... We're leading the pack by Derek and Jay. That sentence, I thought Derek and Jay were also dogs. <laughs> really? And I was like, oh wait, we had Jay earlier in the previous section offering the beer. It's like, okay, that, those are the people. That is a talented dog. <laughs> yes. We're gonna get me one of these Jays. <laughs> Yeah, and that's most of my notes here. The In the first section, where she cuts her thumb, I thought more comedic with uh, Dracula dead and loving it. With the, He gets a cut on his thumb and it's squirting everywhere. He's like, ah, ah. <laughs> and there's a vampire there and he's just like, oh, blood. Ooh. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So is that you done? Yeah. So, uh, Arthur did nothing wrong. 
<laughs> you know, you know. Okay, so based on like this, this, these characters, I'm going to say that they're probably millennials. I'm just going to have to go and say, vampires are killing millennials. Hippie millennials. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. If yeah. they were also somehow Nazis, then it would be just like epitome of good deed. Okay, so hippie millennial alt right. <laughs> Or is it far... Is no, it, actual yeah. hippie. Or actual Nazis. Nazis. Okay, like, just straight up... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, is the... Is the, is the yeah, but I mean specifically Nazis. Right? Okay. Nazis. Like, okay. not just people who have, like, everything in common with Nazis. I mean people who are like, yes, I'm a Nazi. Yes. Guten <laughs> Tag. Well, I think we've covered pretty much everything that about this that really needs to except for like to me the biggest thing um this story was going along okay I mean it wasn't you know I wasn't writing home about it but I wasn't overly offended and then I finished part one and then part two starts and I'm just like I'm not lost, per se, but I am just, like, there's, you've been building up all throughout part one, right? Nothing really happens in part one. Mm -hmm. And then we get the reveal, well, kind of reveal that something is definitely amiss. Yeah. And then it's not touched upon next. And that's, that's all that happens. Like, that, that is the (laughs) most creepy event, other than this irresistible attraction, which, I mean, hey, that can happen. Yeah. Um... Or at least happens to me all the time. Um, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I got the papers. <laughs> but, you know what I mean, like, it, it's going well. The pacing is, you know, decent. And then part two happens, and we're in the middle of what is, like, immediately identifiable as a fucking dream sequence, which is annoying because it's like, leave this out, the story will start in the same place, and I won't have read something foolish and nonsensical. Kind of, like, I did kind of like that dream sequence, though. Like, it was... It started off very, like, okay, uh, twilight thing. When but... I'm reading... When I'm starting the second part to a creepypasta, I want to get back into the goddamn yeah. story. I don't want to do a dream sequence Maybe first. have this dream sequence not be a dream sequence and put it somewhere farther down the line. Or have it be a dream sequence and put it somewhere farther down the line. Yeah. When I start part two, I want to start part two. I don't want to read a dream sequence and then start part two. Okay, so like, kind of like have her like have the dream or like have her wake up from what I'm saying. Yeah, is don't start with part two of anything ever with something that isn't the actual continuation of the fucking plot. Okay, the dream has no consequence or effect on the rest of the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They would have still gone to the hot springs. She's he's never, still he, never turn, he doesn't turn into a monster at any point. Exactly. That is the only time he is like actually a, a creature. Actually, yeah, monstrous as opposed to just weird. Yeah. Because I mean, hey, I'm a normal human well I'm an abnormal human being and I can drink lizard blood. I don't. Yeah. But I can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can speak in tongues. <clears throat> well you can speak gibberish. Right, um, I do think I, I do think there was definitely like for some reason like there was something going on with the radio chatter and him, and then suddenly, and then it just it's dropped. 
Well, not only is it dropped, it's brought up out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. And dropped immediately after it's brought up. Yeah. Well, so it's almost like it could have been done without it. But anyway. Yes. Well, let me get. She's yeah, growing at that point, so. Yeah. So, so anyway. That, that you got, you've got that, but then once you, you know, finish with the dream sequence and the, you know, the discussion about it, and then the next day starts and they're all going to the hot spring, first off, no one really brings up, or, like, she's... Her episode? Her episode, or the fucking lizard thing, I mean, like, I can't remember where it was touched upon, it was touched upon, and everyone else just dismissed the lizard she, thing as... she was, as, like, yeah, as she was waking up... Okay, like, yeah. But, it's non-existent. Almost like the other part, like part one, is completely forgotten. Yeah. At the writing of the, like, while the writing of part two is going on. Which is just bad. <laughs> kind of reminded um, me of, of, of Bedtime 5, we did last week. <laughs> so, then you have, like, all of these, like, well, not all of these, but you have the events of part two, and, like, there's no correlation to what happened in part one like how much time has passed has it been a week is it the next goddamn day what um like i just you don't there's there's nothing there yeah that's because she just says like oh we'll see how the next week holds up and then we kind of just go immediately to this one which is because it starts with the damn dream sequence no one tells us how much time has passed um and then like okay so, part one, nothing happens. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's It establishes a lot of things. It sets the thing. Like, it, it sets the story. And basically, it ends as things are starting to heat up. That That's fine. Yeah. This one just goes, like, immediately. <laughs> just, bah! Yeah. Um, it, no. No, keep that pace. This this should have been a five part thing. Yeah, it it should have because it should have it should have just gone on and on with weird things happening, um, you know, and a slow build to a big reveal of like some sort of crazy monster, not just being you know tied to or not even tied to the bed, just in bed with bandages and all groggy and weak and no one's around. No, no. Build it up nice and slow. Stretch it out. Like, give us time in your community. And then, you know... Have people start disappearing, maybe? Start or, with animals? Yeah, exactly. They start with some of the animals, like the dogs to disappear. And start then, with the fucking goat. Yeah, the alpaca. Yeah. I think the alpaca would be a good starter because th- they mentioned that one by name. Exactly. And, and it's one of the few barn animals that are just given a name. And who um, cares about alpacas? <laughs> well, I mean, hippies and Peruvians? Um, Peruvian hippies. Uh, also, I, I, you bring that up, I, I'm almost instantly reminded of how um, uh, that wasn't my husband uh, last night in my bed or something like that um, started. Like, basically, it was a five or six part period, uh, series on Reddit, No Sleep, that was basically each one was a diff- was a new was a uh, another kind of steadily progressing um, encounter or like chase basically across Toronto. 
like or like uh, like investigate and like trying to figure deal. It, it was three years ago. For us. Yeah, I can't recall. But that. it was basically it was one that you actually liked. Um, yeah, but probably because like, it kept its pacing. Yeah, because it kept its pacing and gave us a really interesting big ass reveal at the end. Um, exactly. Whereas this, this one, one yeah. it's like I said, it's like part two is written without any knowledge of part one, even though theoretically they're written by the same person. Yeah. And it's, it really does, I mean, except for the actual style of the writing, it feels like it's being written by two different people because you have, like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to overpraise the pacing of the first bit. Yeah. But it is solid. It's, it's definitely adequate. And then... And then we get into number two, and it's just like, it goes everywhere. The second anything happens in in part two... Everything happens. Yeah. Like, shit just hits the goddamn fan. Um, you know, she... Basically, she has an episode at the Hot Springs, and as far as normalcy in this story goes, it's over. Yeah. Like, it's just gonna be nutter butters. We're not gonna find out anything, because it's written in first person, and that's part of the fucking problem with first person perspective. <laughs> Because when your because when your narrator is passed out, you don't know what happened. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and you never really, you usually don't get to find out. Um, but it, it could have like she could have waken up, and you know they could Arthur could have been alone, and Derek and Matt could have been gone, like gone, and she. Oh, where's Matt and Derek? And he could have been like, oh yeah, they just wandered off into the forest. They said they'd meet us back and we should head, head back. back to the car. You know, and, you know, she could be like, well, that's weird. I was all passed out and shit. Why would they just start walking away as if nothing had happened? And then they get back and Matt and Derek are, but they, they, they think they're lost in the woods. Yeah. Like, it could have been it, it so much. Been, yeah. It could have actually been. A good creepy pasta. Instead, it rushes into this kind of mess, just to hurry up and get done. Um, which we, I mean, this story definitely made me remember how much I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I definitely like. I definitely prefer the first one to this one. I was trying to figure out what the second one was doing wrong, or what 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 was irking me about the second one until you brought it up there. Because yeah, it, for me, the second one, it uh, the first one gives a, like I even have like a bunch of hints as to what's wrong with this, what this guy is basically. Um, like it's pretty straight up forward that he's kind of a vampire thing of some kind in the first one, and then the second one, he's a bird creature in a dream, and then there's weird mumbo jumbo on with the radio. And he's moving quite... He's very agile and quite fast, so was he like... See, what that's is another he? thing. Like, what's All of on? these things that are, like, just slapped down, put down on the table, and then his last just name, ignored. His last name is Raven spelled backwards. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Navarre. <laughs> Hence why people were saying, oh, I wonder if he's a Raven mocker. Uh, but, uh, like, all of these things that are being put on the table in the last... <laughs> like, in the climax... Which should be the climax. That come out of nowhere, they could have been developed over a longer story. Yeah. Like, just put down here or there. Like, hear him speaking in tongues and, you know, have her be like, what were you saying? Like, who are you talking to? And like, oh, no, it's just 
singing this old song yeah. when I was a kid. Like, something. Like, just to give us the hint <laughs> that like, things are happening. Like, we even get, like, uh, his kind of backstory about, like, where he lived in, like, that uh, town in, t- in Texas, which I do remember looking up way back when, well, or when we did uh, the Ravenmocker episode, and there really wasn't anything different, but it seemed like, again, it was another thing is like, that like you should look at because, oh, it's an interesting t- it has It's a town with a very interesting history. If you're, if you're minor. minor. If you're minor. So it's like, wait, so is there some kind of like legend or something in there? No. Not that no, I it's just a mining town. Yeah. Um, but it's, it made it seem like there was some kind of like connection in, down in Texas to like what this, thing, what this guy yeah. is. No. But no, no, it's just another... No, it was just stating that he's not a miner. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's a mining town and he's like, yeah... I'm gonna leave when I can. Yeah. Like, as I'm going. As I'm going I to can. Oregon. <laughs> I don't know where I want to be, but it's not here. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just it went all over the place, and then just tried to like, oh well, escalation, like just what? No, not it, it, or tried to like. Well, go up it's and not then even just escalation. Go. It's just I need to end. Yeah. So I'm gonna take all of my ideas. Throw them, throw them on the page and post. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I think she might have put it through a spell check. Kind of. Uh, yeah. Michael, do you have something to say? Mm. Okay, you just well, 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 at it well, like... I'm pretty sure part two is where I had that sentence that had one too many comes. Yeah, but yeah. that spell check. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. were spelled correctly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's... Honestly, I think that's everything that I really got about with this story, other than my speculations on what Arthur is. Which we will get into that. So, first thing, um, yeah, so I started... Uh, basically, around part one, I started basically just jotting down all the weird... Basically, all the signs of that this guy is not normal. Uh, Monster Hit 1, at least for me, uh, weird electrical spasms... Uh, to a potential victim, victim gets weird sensations uh, around the entity. Um, that could also be like her, her like feelings and attractions to him and stuff. Uh, monster hint number two: smelling a room with blood and say and commenting how tasty it smells. Oh man, I didn't miss that. Um, I was just like, like burritos it's, smell good. Yeah, it's like, oh man, this smells, <laughs> yeah, really, this smells really good. Yeah, yeah well, well, that's the thing. Like, like uh, then, wow, like, right after, subtle. And I missed it. Yeah. Like he's <laughs> on you. Like he, yeah, like he said, he ten out of like, ten would read again. <laughs> now I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. Or not. I genuinely didn't catch that. Okay, I literally, I do recall thinking, yes, that is what I would say in a room that where burritos are being prepared. Yeah, but like he hadn't even like. Well, my comment, my, what I caught on that was like he came into the room. Um, and then, like, he says that, and then, uh, Matt comes in the room, or whoever's cooking, he's like, oh, I haven't even done anything yet, man. Like, so I kind of, like, no, because he's not smelling the food, he's smelling the food <laughs> as an Andrea. Oh my god, it wasn't that subtle. <laughs> or, and I he still just, missed it. Yeah. Maybe he likes the smell of dead plant matter. Maybe. Because um, we're chopping up, uh... Cabbage. Uh, monster hit number three, and this pops up <laughs> so many times, is dominating gaze. Um, just like basically just falling into his pools of green eyes. <laughs> um, yeah, if I'm ever in a green pool, <laughs> help me because that is gross. Yeah. Uh, monster hit number four, enthrallingly charming. Um, 
Just kind of basic vampire trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a monster. <laughs> you are. Uh, monster shit number five. Vivid strange dreams upon the potential victim. Uh, even before the weird one in part, the big one in part two, there is a couple, she does have a dream, I think, in, uh, I think in the first part where uh, everything is black and white. It was a really vivid dream and it was black and white for some reason. Um, I recall that. Yeah, and she's like, but I don't recall really anything about uh, yeah, the dream. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't <laughs> actually think she she describes the dream except but, for maybe. Yeah, no, no. It was. Uh, it was okay. And this is another thing I actually got to bring up. So this the story itself is actually uh, rated like eighteen plus for yep. graphicness. There was nothing except for implications in the story. Blood. Okay, blood. But I mean, it was more like for like sexual like innuendo and some of that. But that was about it. And it's like, I don't even feel like it really needs that 18+, plus because there really isn't anything here that's super explicit. Um, she, I do remember, like, that first dream. She we... was saying, well, yeah. I do remember that first dream. She was, like, saying, it's like, oh, it was very vivid, and it's like, uh, it was me and him, and uh, I wanted him and he wanted me, blah, blah, blah. I'm not, and I'm not going to go into detail, but you can kind of assume what happened next. And it was a really vivid dream, which I usually, ha- I sometimes have, but it was just so real. Also... I've never had the uh, dreams in black and white. Um, that's it was so real in black and white. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, that's monster hit number six. Uh, adept silent movement because um, he just kind of appears into the ro- he just kind of pops up in the room like very silently, uh, right, like in that morning when he's when she's getting coffee. Because he was a bat sleeping, hanging from the ceiling, of course. Boom. Done. Uh, monster hit number seven, possible strange marking, um, because it's just something was mentioned on uh, that she was like trying to find, see this marking or tattoo on his back. Uh, monster hit number eight, strange eating habits, see lizard blood drinking. <laughs> and then monster hit number nine, which is right next to that one, abnormal physiology, super long and dexterous tongue, wrapping around the lizard. <laughs> Uh, don't think of that too hard. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that, that like it, it's pretty much like again like these are pretty steady like beats uh, as to like hints that you get in the uh, first part and like again kind of going to that there he's pretty much a vampiric creature of some kind or some kind of like similar creature and then part two like you said just goes everywhere. Um, like takes that and just ups it to eleven when it really didn't need to be up to eleven like so fast. Yeah, um, it it was already at a respectable seven and it should have just stayed there and not annoyed the neighbors. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so now we're gonna yeah we're gonna with that in, uh, in mind we're gonna go into like what exactly is Arthur, uh, or at least our speculations like or just our ideas of, as to what he could be because um, he's certainly not a Ravenmocker. Uh, we've discovered that in our episode. Go check that, check that one out. Uh, again, honestly, my, my thought on this one, part one, I was definitely going, leaning toward more like a vampire. Second one, by the end, I was kind of leaning to alien. So, space vampire, maybe? Um, just because of, like... Uh, and again, it could maybe, maybe not alien, because maybe it just, for some reason, there's something about speaking in tongues or something like that on the radio. I don't know, it was weird. Um... That's that's really my my hint that, my thoughts on that or my idea is just I keep coming to either alien or vampire or just like a straight up combination of the two. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, you guys. <laughs> well, my thought was that Arthur's a human, and it's oh, okay. all 
that <laughs> tumor head. going on. Oh, okay. sleep paralysis. <laughs> God damn it! Myself, it wouldn't get to me. I knew you were gonna bring it up because as soon as I bring up vampire or, or uh, alien, you were gonna bring up sleep paralysis. You son of a bitch! But no, I actually do like the idea of it actually being like that it's all in her head based yeah. off of a tumor. Because yeah. again, like they're not going to seek, they're not seeking out uh, actual yeah. medicine or anything like that, they're just smoking weed. <laughs> And there's something triggering the, the tumor's reaction, or it's just randomly throw, attacking her, because that's mm. what thing it does. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's either, it either gets agitated, or it's just like, ah, fuck you, I'm a tumor. <laughs> I'm a tumor, I'm a tumor, I'm a tumor. <laughs> um, and not to make light of that, because that's a seriously shitty uh, situation, but yeah, for the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. No, actually, I could I could see this being just basically a, a weird psychological, like real worldly psychological horror thing. Where no, she's just she's got a tumor that's affecting her in this really mm-hmm. fucked up way. Mm-hmm. And because she's a hippie, it's she's not getting help for it. Um, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. That was my take on it. Okay, Leviathan. Well, I have two. One is probably just me projecting, so I'll get that one out of the way first. Because um, this is where I like to go in uh, uh, when it comes to figuring out if it's a monster or whatnot. Um, fallen angel or demon type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the markings on his back. Yep. Um, now, I mean, that's... It's me projecting, because yeah. I like fallen angels and demons and shit and so on and so forth. But also the speaking in tongues. Yeah, and the, the radio even like could be linked to that as well. Um, could be, doesn't have to be, or maybe it wasn't the radio. It was it just was, the response. Yeah, no, exactly. Like her mind just like what coming like, assumed it was yeah. the radio because he was in the vehicle alone with. Her. Yeah, see, I went angel or alien. You went angel, which yeah. I, I, I can appreciate that. Like, especially like non secular or um, just not going the non secular route. I think that's the word. Probably not. But you going like straight up, just angel or fallen angel? Like I can, I, I like that. Well, it like would be fallen because yeah, he's obviously. clearly a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, and angels were always upstanding citizens, <laughs> <Yes>. right? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Them with their fiery swords. <laughs> Whatever. Righteous justice. Um, so that that's where my mind went. Um, again, that's probably more or less because that's where I go. So. When I get hints about a monster, I'm looking to prove that already. Like I'm, oh, bi- sorry, I'm sorry, biased man. as fuck, yeah. um, and I know it. So it's probably not that. Um, however, and I really like this one. Arthur's basically just um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre on the road. Ooh, because all of the places he stays, he's kind of a nomadic lifestyle kind of guy. Yeah, that's because when nobody's, like, when everyone's already dead, there's no reason to stay. Yeah. So he's, like, he's just a guy, but he's not a normal guy. And then, yeah, and then she's just being affected because of the weird, uh, like, illness or tumor or whatever she has. Well, I mean, like, maybe he did drink a lizard's blood. 
He's fucked up. Yeah, that's like, yeah, again, mm-hmm. that's not a super, like, weird thing. Like, it's yeah, not necessarily it's, it's supernatural. Normal. And because she has an episode immediately after, maybe she did hallucinate the tongue. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, again, like, she could be just hallucinating because of that. Or also even just exaggerating it. They are also, like, doing drugs. No, 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 this is in the morning. Oh, that's true, yeah, in the morning. Um, theoretically, they're sober. She's had coffee. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And then, I mean, the obvious one is just straight up some sort of, some variation on vampire. Yeah. Because, I mean, the first part, just... The beats are there. Yeah, it's, like, you would have to prove to me that it's not a vampire. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of people, like, in the comments on this one that, again, they said Ravenmocker, and that's why I, it came up on Google, but Ravenmocker is so far away from, like, in terms of territory to this location, mm-hmm. like... Vamp- uh, Ravenmockers are primarily West, uh, like um, West Virginia area, um, and and the, the MO is not the is not the right work for this. Like again, yeah, it's a, it, they can turn into, into ravens and birds and some of that, but this guy just turns into a bird like creature. Honestly, a bird like a feathered monster. I was actually almost thinking the vampire. There's a type of vampire. Um, uh, that was brought up in because uh, I have a book called Knights Black Agents that has like a bunch of different vampires from all across the world and there's one that's a bird species I think it's a Stingian or a Stixian Stickian Stickian yeah I think so um, something like something like that word I can't remember it. Um, but basically they're like a harpy but like a vampiric creature from Greek uh, in Greek mythology or like uh, somewhere in the Mediterranean um and yeah, they basically are vampires, but they're bird vampires. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was something that I was kind of thinking of when uh, I, I saw I read the description again because I read this back in the summer, and then I read it again without the rave mocker aspect. And I was then trying to think of what it could be, and it, could that kind of kept up, like because I saw a couple uh, some similar images of it looked like this thing. Oh, um, and also another thing to just like about the um, him just being a like crazed a maniac yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, because cause she's obviously like immediately and like almost irresistibly attracted to him that's where some of the weirdness comes from is yeah. because she's you know she's monsterizing him because she's trying to fight because him. she well not because she's trying to fight it but because she feels guilty yeah yeah it, it's yeah, she's demonizing the object of her affection because, or attraction, because she feels bad about it. Yeah, because her thoughts are betraying her, and yeah. No, yeah, I, I definitely get that, too. And again, like, it, um, there's that part uh, that I mentioned earlier with the, uh, when she's internalizing, like, like, is this guy a monster? Is there something yeah. weird about this guy? Or am I just being guilty? Am I just feeling guilty about these bad th- thoughts that I'm feeling? Um, yeah, no, I like... I like they're not bad thoughts. She's just... <laughs> You find someone attractive. Good on you. You have a pulse. Yeah. <laughs> but she, yeah, but you I mean she obviously wants to stay faithful to Matt, and she's afraid of not staying faithful. Um, but yeah, no, I, I liked that that aspect because it was very internalized and so. But again, like you brought up, it hasn't. It, it's not like that hasn't been done before, like Dracula. Yeah. Well, I also like. I also think the story to me. If the story had been that he was just a guy, but a crazed maniac guy, yeah. I think that would have been a really fun, almost pseudo-twist. Yeah, also, generally, they, they, uh, like, the killers try to be as charismatic as possible at the beginning, and then once they get in, they start. that's when they go crazy, or when they start showing their crazy side, right? Well... In, some fic- in movies and stuff like that, I've seen. That, that's because of... you get more... 
Well, first off, yes, that that's how they would work because that's just trying to, to work better. Really, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, also, you know, just as a, as a crazy murderer killer guy, you're going to try and fit in as much as possible. Yeah. And yeah, so many reasons why yes, you're going to be normal. Um, but also because it's better for storytelling. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, everybody to have so these involved. reveals. Nice guy, and then it turns out the nice guy, Prince Charming, is not charming at all, and is actually well, he is things. charming, but yeah, he will, or is, he uh, will wear your face and say butthole. Yeah, I don't know what that was, but <laughs> so yeah. means we need you to say that again. For nope. editing. No. <laughs> no, no. Um, sorry, audience. Um, Alright, so we got aliens, we got sleep paralysis, you son of a bitch. We got fallen angels, we got serial killer. Basically, and, and then the, the tried and true vampire. Kind of yeah. Um, and honestly, the case is strongest for vampire. Yeah. Um, like, especially in part one. And I liked I, again. Part one was definitely for well, me, and, and part two because at the end she has the bloody bandages <laughs> on her wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true as well. Like he's obviously like there's something draining her. Yeah. Um, or at least inflicting injuries on you know an obvious bloodletting part of the body. Yeah. Or maybe she they took him to the took her to the hospital and it's just dialysis. There's a lot of options. Yes. Yeah. Although, I don't understand why they're using dialysis for her brain tumor. It is actually a really... Like, I'm again, sorry, but she should spasms. go to the doctor. Yeah, she's getting electrical spasms that are like causing her like immobile... She's either having a stroke, or she's having, she has a tumor. Like, she could get that checked. Regardless, she seems to have some sort of problem that, you know really should get identified and treated properly. We're, we're really concerned for this fictional character. <laughs> hey, if it wasn't for concern for fictional characters, I wouldn't have concern for anyone. That's true. Um, so, I guess now we're going to boil down to recommendations. Hmm. Oh, great, because I did not think of... I could not figure out if I want to recommend this or not. Um, first part I liked. It was kind of... It was, for the most part, it was solid. Again, the beats were there. Good kind of like startup for a vampire thing. The second one kind of goes a lot of places, and I kind of liked some of the places it wanted to go. But then it just and then it just and that ending was kind of was decent for me. Like even though it was a cliffhanger, it was satisfying cliffhanger. Like I could just let that I could let those questions kind of just simmer in my head. And it's also entirely <laughs> possible that the actual story could end five minutes after that. Yeah, exactly, because... Because she dies. She, she gets eaten. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's kind of where, like, that's, that's an assumption that you can make based off the ending that happens. Um, so I like that. So I, I kind of want to recommend it as for, like, for those notes. On the other hand, if you're not, if, if you just don't really like vampires or, like, Twilighty kind of, like, diet, like, or descriptors and stuff of that... Basically, if you're not a tween female, or you don't like, va- or you just don't like vampire fiction, um, you're probably not going to like this because this is very much a vampire fictiony style story. Um, otherwise, like I didn't find the writing was too bad. Again, it was sappy in spots and stuff, but that's just because of the way the the, the genre kind of is fitting. Um, you're if also yeah like if you're, yeah so I'd, I'd I'll tentatively recommend it. Um, just don't expect it to be a part three because it kind of 
And don't expect to have a whole lot of answers uh, mentioned by the end of part two. So, yeah. Ten of recommendation for me. Uh, I'm not going to recommend it. Uh, I started reading part one, like I said. If I wasn't reading it for the show, show, I would have stopped reading. Yeah. Because I did not like uh, how they decided to explain how things were, like... Lack of explanation on the whole off the grid. Oh yeah, no, and just hypocr- just hypocriticism. In hypocriticism. Really yeah. it it's called and hippie criticism. Oh snap! <laughs> oh wait, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, like just reading the first part, uh, like to me, it says he's an asshole, and then you find out that he drinks lizard blood, and I'm like. He hasn't done anything at that po- up to that point that would label him as an asshole. So it just... Um, he's a nice guy who gets along with people. Fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> There's no more of... I'm done. He's, he's an asshole for getting along with people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ah, well, and yeah, it just, I just didn't really put me in the frame of mind of monster. Okay. And wasn't all that creepy. Like the m- weirdest part was the dream, and then that's just a dream. Yeah, I, I think honestly, like with the dream aspect, if it had been removed, and like she just like she wakes up basically from a horrible nightmare that she can't, uh, that she recalls later. Because something is brought up that is from, like, the dream, but it's in reality now. I think that would have been good. But we don't get that. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, for you, like, it wasn't creepy. I liked some of the horror... Like, I, I thought some of the parts were, like, maybe not creepy, but they were definitely fitting for a horror story. Which is, like, again, the, the revelation. Even though it is kind of a goosebumpsy kind of reveal, horror reveal. I still liked it for that. And But that's that's just my nostalgia, probably, talking. Um, but fuck it, I love that shit, so fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, I can, I can understand, like, if you don't, if you don't like that kind of stuff, or if you don't find it particularly creepy, then, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work as a creepy pasta for me. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not recommending it. <clears throat> Alright, this one's gonna be a little weird. Um, I'm tentatively not recommending it. I just don't know if necessarily my bias against hippies is what puts me over the edge to where, like, fuck this story. Because uh, <laughs> I admit that that bias is there, and any time they were talking about their commune or the farm, um, <laughs> Total I would just tune out. Like, I would keep reading, but I would, you yeah. know, also think about, you know, what I was going to do the next day. <laughs> yeah, see, that, again, like, that's... And... Uh, that's, yeah. That's... Like I said, I, I... I really dislike hippies. I know this. So, the fact that all of our protagonists are hippies... It may be why I didn't enjoy it as much. Um, so, like I say, basically, if you listen to the rest of the episode and you're like, you know what, I'm going to give this a try, and then you're like, oh, wait, Dr. Leviathan said nay. 
go ahead and actually read it. Because... You're biased against hippies. <laughs> it's possible that's why. Yeah, I mean, like, and again, like, that's that's an opinion. Like, I, I, found, their, I found the backstory kind of interesting because I've... I found it interesting because yeah. it wasn't standard. Yeah, it wasn't the norm, yeah. And, you know, that's fine. <laughs> and it seemed realistic There's enough. There's a reason that, for yeah. the backstory at that point. Yeah. But, yeah, like I say, I just, I don't know yeah. if that was a tipping point for me, or if just the story wasn't good enough. Either way, it was close. Yeah. I can guarantee that it was close. Either it was just barely good enough to not be fucking horrible, or it was just bad enough to be, like, just barely bad. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, yeah. okay. Alright, so tentative won't recommend, won't recommend, yeah. and then tentative will recommend, so... Alright. So, so, so overall zero. Well so we leave basically it balances out. Yeah. Basically yeah. we leave it to you audience to make your decisions yourself. Uh, and like you said, we can check it out on uh, Reddit No Sleep, New Roommate by Space Bubble Popper. <laughs> Love Reddit No Sleep's no, uh, uh, author names. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Also kind of a misnomer by calling it new roommate. There's no room. It's an RV. New RV. Like I mean, <laughs> I mean, she's a, the room. You're living on the yeah. same plot of land. That is all you were doing. Yeah. He might as well just be, you know, a neighbor in an apartment building. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> it's just or like like, but, yeah. <laughs> like I'm trying to come up with like, like, well, what would you call like people living in the apartment? But it doesn't fucking matter because just fucking just call roommate. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> new neighbor. <laughs> Um, new commune member, new brother versus new cult member. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, like again, yeah. It, it kind of it's 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 not like I don't mean to be. It doesn't. We don't mean to be insulting, but or at least I don't. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. Like I'm not gonna lie, to be insulting, but I revel in it. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie. I am kind of thinking on it again. I'm kind of thinking of Mer- or uh, uh, Manson of uh, the Manson family. The kind of like group like that kind yes, of situation they did that too especially and I don't know if this is because like a couple weeks ago I watched a documentary on that and I was like wow that's really close like that that's basically they lived out in like a ranch kind of setup and tried to grow their own food other other than stealing shit and getting bribes um yeah no it's like it's it's kind of like if the Manson family were not evil or if, if it's like Manson fa- oh hang on it's like if the Manson family but like without but only one of them was bad. bad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he just showed up and became like and, and started picking them off. So it's kind of like a like an eighty slasher movie. But it, we don't get that because again, like it, that could have evolved from this story. Is like mm-hmm. people getting picked off and stuff like that. So I guess it's really like I like the the potential in it as also part of my my recommendation. But yeah. Uh, anyway, that's our recommendations. Check it out for yourself. Um, be your own judge. This has been our, our show. <laughs> um, so if you like what you heard, though, if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi 6, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. Um, we're on iTunes, so leave us a rating and review. Let us know how we're doing. Mikey and I are on Twitter. Um, Mikey's at East Ends for Evil. I'm at Review Cultist. 
you can also leave us suggestions on uh, our email at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com, where you can leave us suggestions for other creepy bosses you'd like us to discuss on the show. Uh, also, uh, you can check out the title cards for each episode at crazonstudios.tumblr.com or on the YouTube channel, Aldente Rigamortis, with the video aspect of the, or the, video, uh, the video version of each episode. And if you'd like to support us, you can go to Patreon. Uh, go to Aldente Rigamortis on Patreon. Look up uh, the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have behind-the-scenes content, actual play recordings of games that are similar in, uh, that are based off of creep bosses and horror stuff. Um, Mikey and the Gamer in Yellow are starting a uh, set of sh- a series where they review the shows they were not on and the stories they did not review, and they mm-hmm. review them themselves. And uh, you can check those out uh, depending on the uh, backer tier. Also, uh, for our backers already, thank you. You're helping keep the hosting bills at bay, and we really much appreciate that. You're helping the show grow. So, until next time, I've been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm still Dr. Leviathan. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. Say save the best for last. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that puts me in the middle. <laughs> Your averageness <laughs> makes me shine all the brighter. <laughs> and uh I also the amplifies him. <laughs> Alright. So if you call this then Mikey, then Leviathan. Yes. Right. That's Mikey. The, or no, that, that's the, uh, that's that's recalled this. Then Mikey. Then Leviathan. Sir. That <laughs> right. can't be right. Let's go by rank. All right. Recalled this. Then Mikey. Then Mikey. The E stands for evil. Outranks me. That's Mikey. The E stands for evil. Ranks you, sir. <laughs>